Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Jesus is a
Hello, 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 everyone. This is Kidon Empowerment Inc. Radio, K-E-I-F-M.com. We have a program today. It's called Kingdom Key Spirit Soul and Body Series. And we have a brand new topic. It's, it's a little bit different from what we usually have. It's in reference to the gift we'll be talking about. But at this time, it is understanding other gifts of God. You know, in the past three or four weeks, we'll be talking about great gift of God. And we talked about part one, part two, and part three. But today, we are going to talk about other gifts of God that we have. Excuse me. We have other gifts that the Lord has given, presented to us, for us to receive. So as the Lord leads, he will be teaching us today these various gifts that we have. And we pray that our heart will be open and will be receptive to what he's going to teach us in the name of Jesus. Let's go ahead and uh, begin right away. And if you want to call in, you're 646-668-2413. And it will be between 7 and 8 Eastern Standard Time. Hallelujah. So um, <clears throat> I'm going to go to various uh, uh, the scriptures that we have and uh, uh, try to uh, read them out so that uh, we, we understand what we are talking about. Understanding is the key to uh, these various uh, gifts and know what we have. The first gift I'm going to talk about is uh, um, the gift of uh, of Christ. The gift of Christ. Christ is a gift to the world. It's a, in fact, it's a gift to the whole world. And we all need to receive that gift. It's a special gift, and Paul called it an unspeakable gift. Okay, let me not go ahead of myself. Let's first of all see this gift in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 15. Okay? The book of John, chapter 3, verse 16. Most of us, most of all know this verse, and we've been witness to in the past, if not now, of uh, when we were not born again. These were some of the scriptures the people who came to approach us gave to us and they spoke of this of this script of this verse to us and we were able to receive christ based on the understanding that god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whatsoever that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life hallelujah let me see if I can read it from a different uh, translation quickly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me read it from a different translation. Okay. I want to read it from a New Living Translation. Okay. It says, It says, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him not perish, but have 
eternal life. God sent his son into the world to judge the world, but to save the world through him. I just added verse 17. Because the, the main verse we are talking about here is verse 16. Okay? Who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. So it's a, it's a gift. It's a gift. So when somebody gives, so you, you present your, your hand and you receive. Hands are presented and you stretch out your hands, you receive. Okay? So if, if you don't receive, the gift is already there. It's been presented. So we need to stretch out our hands and our heart to receive it. Very important in our lives. So in, in the same vein, let's see verse uh, 4, I mean chapter 4, verse uh, <clears throat> chapter 4, verse 10. Okay? Chapter 4, verse 10. Uh, let me read it from the uh, King James Version. Then uh, I also will read it in other translation and see what they say. Okay, John chapter 4, verse 10 says, says Jesus answered and said unto her, that is the woman on the wells. Okay, John chapter 4, when you read from the beginning. Okay, he said, Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou answer, if thou knewest the gift of God as the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. So, of course, when you read from the beginning, you see that Jesus was talking to the woman on the well. Okay? So, <clears throat> So it, we are talking about the subject here. Uh, the, he, who it is that is speaking to you is uh, uh, that is the, the. It's not the woman. The 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 woman is the woman of of Samaria who has come to draw water around the well. Okay, there is she is having a discussion with who with Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ has come. He was thirsty. So, so, so we see here that the gift of God we are talking about here is Jesus Christ. He said, "If if she had knew who is, who is speaking to her, she would have quickly ran and given him something to drink." But they are uh, involved uh, in in talking and talking and talking. Okay. So we see that on uh, uh, on that translation. Let, let's read other translation quickly. John chapter four verse ten says in uh, New Living. Let's see if I can see other translation quickly. Okay, let's see uh, Amplify four ten. Okay, it said Jesus answer. Hi, if you knew about God's gift of eternal life and who it is who says give me a drink you see so you would ask him <clears throat> instead and he would have given you living water 
he would have given you living water. Now here, uh, when here, the, the, the translation says, Jesus answered here, if you knew about God's gift, and he, and uh, a bracket of eternal life close, and who it is, and who it is who says, give me a drink, you would have asked him, he said, and he would have given you living water, eternal life. Okay? Bracket that open, eternal life. Jesus is eternal life. Okay? Hallelujah. So let's talk. Uh, then Jesus replied, that is New Living Translation. He said, if you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I will give you living water. Hallelujah. Most of the time, we don't know who is speaking to us. May God open our hearts and we'll be able to understand what we have before us. Now, Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians, chapter nine, okay, verse. Uh, now, Paul here was talking about giving. You now, when he was talking about cheerful giving and all that, so let's read. Um, Nine and verse uh, verse fifteen, most towards the end of that very chapter. Okay, and I read Second Corinthians chapter. Well, you get the time. Please read read from top and uh, um, see how it started. You will see that it's a gift. He said, "Thanks be unto God for His us." Speakable gift. Some some translation will say indescribable. Cannot even uh, expound it. You you cannot explain. It's just too big. With our small brain, we are not able to capture or be able to explain in detail what who it is, who uh, this gift. That we have, say thanks be unto God for His unspeakable gift. Some scriptures say, I mean, some translations say indescribable, indescribable gift. Let's see. So Corinthians chapter nine verse fifteen, the New Living says, "It said, thanks, thanks God for this gift, too wonderful for words. Yes, too wonderful." words cannot even describe it with our words what are we going to say about the gift god has given to us can't even say it <laughs> okay and uh, and uh, uh other translation says amplifier saying now thanks be to god for his indescribable gift which is precious beyond words <laughs> it's beyond our world. Can't even describe it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done in our lives. And then Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6. Okay. 
Hebrews chapter 6, verse 4. And uh, from King James, he said, uh, said, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gifts and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost. Okay? Now, in uh, other translations, it says, For it is impossible to bring back to repentance those who <clears throat> those who were once enlightened, those who have experienced the good things of heaven and share in the Holy Spirit. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? We are talking about Christ. Talking about Christ, receiving Christ. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the gift you've given to the whole world, that's given to humanity, given to everyone that will call upon your name. It is there. It's not what we can buy. We cannot buy it. But it's there. You're giving to the whole world. And we receive it right now. And I receive it in the name of Jesus. Let our listener receive the gift you've given to us in a full measure in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this wonderful gift. Thank you for the gift you've given us, the gift of Christ in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless you, O God. Thank you for the grace. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Now, the second gift we are going to talk about is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Okay, the gift of what? The Holy Spirit. And we have our verse today, verse uh, the book of Acts, chapter 2. Book of Acts, chapter 2. And we are going to go to verse number 33. Verse number 33. And actually, when you start from verse one, you will see the outpouring of the uh, of the Holy Spirit from verse one. That is the coming of the Holy Spirit. Some of them call it the day of Pentecost. Some of them call it the uh, the coming of the Holy Spirit. So whatever it, it, you will be able to understand, it's okay. But the idea is that let's recognize that He came. Uh, is a gift to us in the name of Jesus. Now, verse 33 says, Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he has set forth which you now see and hear. Peter is talking. Okay? So we are now amazed what was happening. And Peter began to explain began to explain. He said, he said, For David, verse 34, said, For David is not ascended into heaven, but he said unto himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit down at my right hand. Okay? And so on and so forth. So let's go to uh, uh, verse 33 in uh, uh, other translation. Let's see what others are saying. And uh, now he is exalted to the place of highest honor in heaven at God's right hand. And the Father, as he had promised, gave him the Holy Spirit to pour 
out upon us just as you see and hear today. So the Holy Spirit was poured out to us in full measure. Now, when you go to verse 38, 38 to 39, 38 to 39, it says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. As many as the Lord our God shall call. So the Lord is going to call each and every one of us. And we pray that we will listen and we will uh, run and be obedient to that call. If the Lord calls you, do not wait behind. Do not give any reason. Just run. And say, yeah, Lord, like uh, Isaiah said, use me and run towards him. Now, uh, King, King James uh, uh, New Living said in that verse 38, 39, Peter replied and said, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Verse 39 says, This promise is to you, to your children, to those far away, and all who have been called by the Lord our God. Yes, it's for you, it's for me, for everyone, and those who are far away. Whether we are green, yellow, blue, no matter the, uh, it doesn't matter where we come from. Whether from we are from uh, uh, Australia or Africa, or, it doesn't matter. He said from those far away. See, so we are so um, so happy that the Spirit of God has been gifted to us. We need to receive this gift. Father, we receive your gift today in the name of Jesus. We receive that gift in the name of Jesus. We receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Now, verse, uh, chapter 5 of that same, <clears throat> chapter 5 of that same, um, of that same book of Acts. Let's go to chapter 5. And we are going to read uh, verse 32. And it says in King James, And we are his witnesses of these things. And so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God has given to them that obey him. Yes, we are witnesses. Paul, Peter, we are there. They witness these things. And we are witnesses of these things. And so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God has given to them, that obey him. And when they heard that, they were caught to their heart and took counsel to slay them. Yes. Now verse 32, he said, uh, uh, 
in fact, when you, to be to better understand, you start from twenty nine, okay? Or twenty nine. Um, say we are verse verse thirty two says we are witnesses of this thing. So is the Holy Ghost who is giving. Holy Spirit has been given by God to those who obey Him. My dear brother, my dear sister, the Holy Ghost has been given to you who obey Him. The Holy Spirit has been given to us. Says, so also is the Holy Ghost whom God has given to them that obey Him. Holy Spirit has been given to us in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit has been given to us who obey Him. I just like to uh, uh, read other translation. Uh, it says, when when this is the expanded one. It said, we saw all these things happen. That is testify. Not to witness is to testify. And are witnesses of these things. The Holy Spirit whom God has given to all who obey him. Also proves or testify that these things are true. Yeah. The Holy Spirit testified that these things are true. Okay? So, and uh, we have uh, on that same uh, book, uh, chapter 8, I'm trying to run very well because we have a lot to cover. Uh, chapter 8, verse 20. It said, but Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. You cannot you cannot uh, purchase uh, uh, the 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 gift that uh, you cannot purchase the gift of the Holy Spirit by money. You can't say, let me give you the, the Holy Spirit, then you give me money. No. It's, 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 it's a gift. It's not, you, it's not sellable. And it's not purchasable. Okay? You see, Simon saw, him, saw when, you read, when you read from the beginning, you will see how everything has been. Somebody was saying that, oh, also giving this gift, okay, and he was trying to give Peter money, so exchange of money, so that there will be an anointing flow, okay. He said, but Peter said unto him, that money perish with thee, because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. We cannot purchase any gift with money, okay. If it has been purchased with money, it's not this gift we are talking about. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's another, it's a different gift entirely. Remember what I said the other time, okay? Let me say it again. Anything good, Satan also tried to counterfeit it, try to also copy or fake it, okay? So there will be other gifts faked out there. So... Pray that the gift of the summit will have it, 
and be able to discern, be able to recognize and understand that this is not the gift we are talking about. The gift we are talking about, it cannot be purchased. You see here on the scripture that the gift of God cannot be purchased with money. Okay? I hope that is clear. <clears throat> then uh, we are going to go now on the, on the gift of salvation. We, we talked about two gifts. We talked about the gift of Christ. And we just finished the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now we are going to talk about the gift of salvation. Hallelujah. And our key verse there is Romans chapter 5. Okay. There are so many uh, references. So many. So many. Okay. I just wanted to go through this. Uh, uh, verse 15 to 18. And we also have another verse coming up, Ephesians chapter 2. Okay. So we are going to read the King James Version here. We say, but now as the offense, so also is the free gift. Okay. For if thou, if through the offense of men, of one, many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, had abounded unto many. <clears throat> let's see other translation. Okay. Oh yeah, let's finish up. Okay. Verse sixteen. And now and not as and not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. Now verse seventeen. For if by one man's offense death reign by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Verse eighteen. Therefore as by one by by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of lies. Okay? Let's read from this 15. It said, but there is a gift difference. I mean, there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many. But even the greater is God's wonderful gift and his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. Verse 16. And the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of that one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation. But God's free gift led to our being made right with God, even though we are guilty of many sins. Verse 17. For the sin of this one man, of this one man Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who receive it 
we live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, that is verse 18 now. Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone. But Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and new life for everyone. Very wonderful. Very wonderful piece. And we have uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. I love this. Ephesians chapter 2. Okay. Take time. Just want to encourage you to take time and read through Ephesians. The book of Ephesians is so sweet. Okay. You will really, really enjoy it. Okay. So sweet. Okay. Verse 18. I mean, verse 8. We are going to go to uh, Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 8. You see, when you start from uh, um, from uh, uh, the first verse of that chapter 2, and uh, you will see that it's, we were dead. Our spirit were dead. But we never deserve anything good. We never deserve anything so verse 4 talks about what God began to be. You see, but God, you see. So the but God nullifies our act of disobedience, our act of sin, rebellion, our nature, and all that consequences. But God came in full measure. And by grace, we began to have a new life and we began to be saved. We received salvation through grace. Okay? And applying the faith, we are able to receive salvation. Okay? So let's read from uh, verse 4. Ah, let's read from verse 1. Okay, and you had he quickened. Isn't that wonderful? And you that is made alive. You see, and you had he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Verse 2 says, Where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedience. And verse 3 says, it says, among whom also we all we all had our conversation in time past, that we have our own life, our own walking, our own living, everything we can do in the loss of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we're by nature the children of wrath, even as others. By nature, we deserve punishment. Verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us, verse 5, even when we were dead in sins, had quickened us. See? He, he kept. Making us 
alive. See? He quickened us again. He gave us life. He quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. Verse 6 says, And had raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You see, you see the world there together, together, together. It's not just there for fun. God wants us to be together. God wants us, not you always say, then me, I'm going to somewhere else. No, he's interested in all of us being saved. Our God is so good. Verse 7 says, it said that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Now, this is the, uh, the gift. Gift of salvation. Verse 8. It says, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of your salvation. It, it is the gift of God. Verse 9 says, not of words, lest any man should boast. Verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. Which God had which God had before that we should walk in them. Okay? So wonderful. Not of words that any man should boast. It's the gift of God. Salvation is a gift. Okay? Let's read the uh, other translation. Verse 8. In the New Living Translation. It says, But God saved you by His grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. No. We cannot boast about it. That this is my good things I did. This is how nice I was. That is why I, I received this salvation. Or oh, this is why God saved me. No, it is not a reward for the good things we have done, but it is a salvation that has been presented to the world freely to us all. And we can't take credit for this. We can't buy it. It's not something we can buy. It's just too much to buy. Okay. It is through what? The blood of Jesus on the cross. And you cannot purchase that blood. And there is no any other blood <clears throat> that is comparable to Christ's precious blood on the cross. There's no amount of faking. There's no amount. Millions dead cannot be compared to Christ's precious blood on the cross. His own blood is unique to the Father. His own blood is special to the to the Father. His own blood is recognizable 
to the Father. Remember before then, we used to have all kinds of animal sacrifice just to make appeasement for the sins, for every of one sins, even the priests and other sins as well. And this was always continually, continually, continually. He can never atone for what we have done. But this one, precious blood, is done once and for all. It's not something you repeat continuously, continue to repeat, oh, let's go and do that. No, 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 no. It's done once and for all and ever. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this moment. Thank you, Spirit of living God. Thank you, Father, for bringing Christ to die for us. Thank you for calling us to your salvation. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done on the cross for every one of us who received this special gift of salvation. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your salvation gift you've given to us given to everyone in the name of Jesus. We come to you, Lord, today. We receive it. We receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your merciful uh, hands of fellowship you've stretched to us. Thank you for being mercy, uh, merciful to us in the name of Jesus. We worship you, Father. We glorify your name in the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you a billion times, hallelujah. We worship you, Father, for the salvation you've given to us all in the name of Jesus. Now, based on that, we have another precious gift that we are going to talk about. is the gift of internal life. Hallelujah. You know, uh, when you then receive uh, Christ, you receive salvation. Now you now receive internal life. See, you know internal life is Jesus. I hope you don't freak out. Yeah, internal life is Jesus. You receive Jesus, eternal life has begun. That's it. Okay, so it's a precious gift that the law has given to the world. Internal life. Okay. So we are going to go on Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6. <clears throat> the book of Romans chapter 6. I also want to give you some reading here. You can read from uh, verse 1. Okay. It's also very good. But we are going to go to. Uh, Twenty-three. Mm, let's let's start from uh, from twenty. Okay, you say for when for when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. You know there are there are uh, uh, two servants. We can be a servant of sin or a servant of uh, righteousness. So you are either a servant of sin, then you are free. We have them free from righteousness. 
or we are a servant of righteousness and we are free from sin. That's what he's talking about here. We cannot be both. You either we either a servant of sin or a servant of righteousness. Okay. Verse twenty one. It says, What fruit have ye then? That is what benefit? What what is the consequences that we can then boast and say, Oh yeah, this has been very fruitful. You see, nothing to take home to. Okay. He said, What fruit have ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed of? For the end of those things is death. Okay. Being servant of sin, what is then the fruit? He's saying that we are now even we are we are even ashamed of that of those things. Why? For the end of those things is death. But now, verse twenty two, but now being made free from sin and become servants of God, ye have ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting. Ye have what? Your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting. Everlasting what? Life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God eternal life. Jesus Christ. For the wages of sin is what? Here is the kill, is dead. And but the gift of God is what? The internal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And see all the all uh, the gift. There is the gift of God here, which is internal life. And it is the gift of Jesus Christ to the whole world. Hallelujah. So let me read it in other translation. Quickly, verse 23. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Wages of sin is death. For the wage of sin is death, but the free gift of God, that is his remarkable, overwhelming gift of grace to believers, is internal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So there is no way we can change this. Simply, the free gift of God is internal life. Again, it's a free gift. It's not something we can buy. We cannot purchase internal life. We cannot be so rich that we are able to purchase internal life. It's a free gift of it's a free. It's a free gift of God, and we thank God that uh, it, it 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 is free, and it's uh, something that, that we cannot buy. Uh, people would have not been able to to buy it. People without substance, people without money, they would have not been able to buy this internal life. But we thank God that uh, uh, it's been uh, uh, a, a, a gift to the whole world. So we need to be a slave 
of righteousness, that is being servant of righteousness, rather than being a servant or slaves of sin. And we all know the consequences of that. Hallelujah. Okay, my time is running out. Last, you know, in in it, in, in about three or four weeks, we'll be talking about the gift of uh, grace. And we talked about other gifts as well. Talk about administration, prophet, pastors, teachers, administration, leaders, and so on and so forth. I just want to encourage you to go over that. <clears throat> and, uh, and we have the next gift, which we've talked about, but I still want to include it in the list of other gifts of God, and that is grace. And we have uh, Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. Okay. Okay, and we are going to read uh, verse 7. Okay. It says, Whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. I hope many of us realize that the gift of God, one of the gifts of God is grace that has been given to us through the working of his power. Now, when you read all that translation, he said uh, in that verse 7, he said, by God's grace and mighty power, I have been given the privilege of serving him by spreading this good news. That is, Lord, the Lord will give us is a special grace that will enable us to be able to spread the good news. That is, Paul is speaking here. He said, whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Isn't that amazing? And the Lord is going to also equip you in whatever calling God has gifted you with. And he will also gift you with the gift of grace. And you will be able to partake of this effectual working of his power. It's not only uh, 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 to Paul alone. They has been written to every one of us to be able to apply this to ourselves, okay? So whatever calling, you say in a effectual working of his power, there will be a special grace that will be released to each and every one of us to be able to continue in the working that he has equipped us for. Remember uh, 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 <clears throat> Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. So he has prepare you for a special purpose, prepare you for a, a special mission, a special work. So it, it is us to receive this gift of grace 
and be able to apply for that special work. Very important. Hallelujah. Now, verse 4, uh, chapter 4, verse uh, 7. Chapter 4, verse 7. My time is almost running out. So, you know, we talked we talked about this in in several uh, of our teaching. And uh, let me start from verse 6. He said, when God, that's when he's talking about we being able to walk in unity. When you read from verse 1, the Lord desired that we walk in unity. You see, this kind of work we are, uh, uh, the work of God, is not for us to be uh, criticizing one another, blaming one another, uh, begin to call names and all that. And, and I see this happening in so many ministries. And very sad that some people spend a lot of time, and that is what it, they preach about. Just criticizing on that ministry, condemning and all that. You see, but we have the word of God here that we need to talk about. The Lord wants us to walk in unity. Why? Because we are one we have one body. One body. So if anybody is out, so we we who are strong, according to Galatians chapter one, verse two, we need to go out there and, and and try to bring our, our brothers in and, and not start blaming, condemning, and all that. See, I see this like a pattern ministries, which is it's very sad. See, but here we see that we are one body in verse 4 of this, of this chapter, chapter 4. We are one body, and we have one spirit. Even as ye are called in one hope, we have one hope. Hmm? And we, verse 5, say one law, one faith, and one baptism. Verse 6 says, one God and Father of all. Yeah, we have one God. And is our Father. We don't have another Father who will be over all. No, one Father. And who is above all and through all and in you all. This, isn't this very nice? He's above all and through all and in you all. See? Now, uh, it's beginning to talk about uh, this gift of grace, verse 7. But, to, uh, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. See? So, and when you read down, it talks about the different kinds of gifts and all and so forth. Hallelujah. So, so we see this gift of grace that has been given to us all, and we need to receive it. Let me read it from another translation quickly. Okay. It says, however, yeah, let me read from verse 5. Okay. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, verse 6. One God and Father of all, who is over all, in all, and living through all. He's living through all. Wonderful. Verse 7. He said, however, he has given each one of us a special gift. 
through the generosity of Christ. Through who? The generosity of Christ. Not through any other person or through any other God or through any other spirit, but through the generosity, generosity of Christ. And that is why the scripture says, that is verse 8 now, when he ascended to the height, he led a crowd of captives and gave gift to his people. Then he began to talk about uh, how he ascended, descended, trying to explain what ascended, descended means. Then talks about the gift of Christ that has been given to the church. Amen. Then, of course, we talked about spiritual gifts. We we talked about this uh, at length in part one, part two, part three. Okay, and. Uh, And uh, we also have uh, that is okay. Let me back up. We we talked about the gift of grace. That is uh, that is the fifth grace. Okay, let, let me start over again. We have our number one gift of Christ. Number two gift of Holy Spirit. Number three gift of salvation. Number four internal life. Number five grace. And number six spiritual gift. So on this. Uh, number six gift. I encourage you go to part one, part two, part three of the uh, uh, what we talked about in the previous weeks. Okay, and uh, we have uh, number seven, the minister's gift. Minister's gift, and we have uh, Ephesians chapter four, verse eleven. Okay, and I'm going to read right away. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers and so on and so forth. These are ministers' gift to to us. Okay. Now, New Living Translation says that these are the gifts Christ gave to the church: the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and the teachers. Now, they have a responsibility. When you start going from verse 12 to the end, you will see uh, their, their role, their responsibility. Now, the final gift is all good things. All good things. The Lord has given us all good things. It's a gift. Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. My time is up. Let me use this one or two minutes. Matthew chapter 7, verse 11 says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good things, give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? So God gives good things to us. Okay. God gives good things to us. Okay. So God has in our in, in, in his heart more blessing, more more better things, more good things to give us. All we just need to do is to ask. 
and he will give it to us. Okay? So we we ask, he said, if you then, being evil, <clears throat> know how to give good things, how much more your Father in heaven give good things to them that ask. So God gives good things. So we have uh, Luke chapter 11, the book of Luke. Book of uh, Luke, chapter 11, verse 13. And we also have Ephesians, I mean Philippians, chapter 4, verse 17. And we have James, chapter 1. James, chapter 1, okay? Verse 17, okay? James, chapter 1, verse 17. You say, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And cometh down from the Father of life, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So every good gift comes from the Father. Okay? You know, the gift of life is also a gift. God has given you a, a, a life. It's also a gift. Add, add it. That would be a point number nine. It has given you a good body. It has given you a nice body. Uh, you just need to appreciate the body he has given you. He has given you a good heart. Everything that the Lord has given to you is a gift to you. It's a gift to me. He has given you life. See? So he's giving you life. He has given me life. It's a special body. He has given you. That is why he's coming to. That is why the body is his, is, is, is his temple. He has given it to us. It's a, his temple. So. Uh, these are all gifts as well. Okay? Okay? So, we just need to uh, uh, be appreciative of what the Lord has given us in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you for all the various gifts. So, we love you. We see with Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 